Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back on old school, straight up old school with Jay Foreman, East Strick. For all you haters back then, back 90s are in effect. I know everybody gets gets all butthurt because we talk about the 90s, but the old school show is brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese and special ingredients in Butcher Shop, approximately 84th and Havelock. Great appetizer menu, entree menu, dessert is off the chart, at least for me. I like the strawberry sorbet. Uh, comes highly recommended. So the, the Mercado certified Piedmontese, 84th and Hadlock, Havelock. Strick, I want to ask you about this, man. Well, whoever the text person is, they've got to make sure they put their name. Yeah, you got to put your name in there. We got you lined up. Who is it? Well, Jay, it was. Um, no, it was. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, the two three six six. Yeah, Nate, Nate got you. Even two, though he's a Virginia six, six. Hokie, but I want to ask you this, Strick. Hokies on the ACC. Okay, the Lakers are zero and three. Mm. And it's official now. Rob Palinka does not know how to put it put a team together mm. because anybody out there that plays NBA 2K could take his job and do a better job of putting together a team around two bona fide superstars, two players in the top ten in the NBA, and you put a bunch of scrubs around them. So I'm gonna ask you this, Strick, okay? Unfiltered from your experience in the NBA, I'm gonna ask you two things, okay? Um, and I'm gonna ask you. How bad is Rob Polinka as a GM and a decision maker? And number two, and I wanted to answer this first. Man, what the heck is wrong with Russell Westbrook? Okay. Straight up. Because, you know, and you see NFL players or somebody like that, they just lose their way or somebody can't hit a fastball anymore. But homeboy, it just his mind ain't there. So, Polinka, we'll start there. I think there's some aspects of Polinka that are being handcuffed. And so I'm not going to say he's fully garbage. I mm-hmm. think he is. I think it is ultimately landing in his lap mm-hmm. and he's going to be the brunt of that, 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 that's going to have to take that because I really think he's hand handcuffed, cuffed by, by the bus debacle. Yeah. Cause after dad left just right now, there's, there's really, it's a bunch of, 
um, what, what can I say? A bunch of kids that are like playing in a candy store or in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Right. And there's a bunch of Oompa Loompas that is dumping people in the chocolate. It's just a game. It seems no. it, it like to them it's a, it's a candy land right. type of game. Did you know Jerry Buss? Uh, I, did, I didn't know him personally, but... You know, of course, he was around. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got to meet Red Arback. That was that was one of my uh, legends that I got to e- e- explore a great time. But so I say, I think he's handcuffed. I think Clutch Sports has a stronghold, a stronghold internally in there as well. You think? I think so, man. I, I, I unfortunately, think, uh, Clutch Sports, I, man. Yeah, well, that's yeah, LeBron. I can guarantee LeBron would be like, "This dude got to go." Uh, well, but that's the thing. So with that. The mistake that the Clutch Sports led through LeBron was bringing in Westbrook. When you did that, you unloaded a treasure trove, of great, and you're starting good, to see yeah, the good, good that were developing to great, right, good situational players and stuff like yeah, you did. And now you're looking at the culmination of that by looking at the Pelicans. And you're looking at the success of certain teams, right? Based where, off of that, based off Chicago of Chicago Bulls, Bulls. What you even got? with Caruso, Caruso and there, and who that was a, a bad mistake for he them. Was a glue, he Lenny, was a glue, he was a great, player. great player for them. So you had to give up all of that to get Westbrook. And I said it from the beginning, and I will say it again, and I will remind everybody here today. I said that experience is not going to work, and it and it doesn't work because Westbrook is a pounder meaning he must have the ball in order for there to be any success from what he's going to do because he's he's not a great and consistent shooter. He's very streaky. He needs to be able to hold, and that's why when he came in, he you, you heard the conversations that he had with some of the coaching staff of, I need the ball. I'm the point guard. You won't hear this outside, but internally, those are some of the things that right. was coming off. I'm the point guard. Get me the ball and basically get out the way. That was the fight that the I coaching. Like, I like that. That was the fight that the coaching staff was having oh, with him yeah. coming in. No, I mean, here's what I'm gonna ask you, Strick. Straight up, man. I mean, I play I only played basketball in high school. I could have went to maybe college and did some things. But, bro, how are these guys in the NBA? And Russell Bre- Westbrook, I'm gonna tell you, is a Hall of Fame player. He's without gonna, a doubt, yes. first ballot, ballot, no, no doubt. All time triple double leader. But at this point in time, yep. you're in, you're a professional basketball player. So you're the elite of the elite. Yep. In the NBA, he's won an MVP. Yeah, I, well, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Cream of and the crop. as you get older, right? As we see with Tom Brady, you have got to learn how to navigate in this space of these young athletes. How can this man that works? And, and it, it's not that he don't play hard, right? You right. can't never say that about Russell Westbrook. Right. Now playing smart, that's another way. Another right. thing. How can this man play this game of basketball with this amount of elite players? with an elite basketball mind like LeBron, which you think is like this is the time to become a different player or a better player, how can you not shoot the basketball? Because I understand – look, I always say the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball. Right. Period. I agree. Not to catch a football, not to make a three, not to make a layup, not to make a tackle within reason. Round bat. Right, right. But to hit a baseball – Stick. With, a rock uh, with a stick. With hitting, hitting a 100-mile-an-hour <laughs> mm-hmm. fastball is the hardest thing to do, and especially at the press for professional level. Well, you have all the time in the world to work on your craft. How can you not shoot the basketball? And you are a point guard or a scoring guard. How can you not – how can you shoot the ball so bad that you hit the side of a rim, the side of a backboard? 
this stuff is this is the stuff strict that I see at times with seventh and eighth graders. Mm-hmm. You are a professional. Okay. So is it him not willing to change his game, adapt his game? It's hard for me to say that he doesn't work hard because he's in phenomenal shape. It'd be different if he was out of shape and you're right. like, yeah, okay, he don't. But how is it that he's playing like this? And I know there's probably more blame to him, but he's putting himself out there in positions to look like this, especially when you have a one-point lead, 30 seconds left, and you shoot a, oh, by the way, I just feel like shooting 16, 18-footer, and it ain't making any – it wasn't even close. Here's a, here, I'm going to caveat that, too. All of that, all of what you just said is – a continuation and the culmination of what he was at Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. This is the problem that Kevin Durant had in the onset in their youth yeah. with Westbrook. When they were up three to one and they lost. Okay, so that's that's so you're just seeing the the continuation that nobody has basically dealt with him on those specific issues. That's what you see in that. Okay, what you're also seeing is. Age, Father Time catches up with everyone, hey, right? But no, except Tom Brady. So, so even maybe that's starting to catch. But yeah, we, that's another story. Yeah, let's yeah, stay. Let's sir. stay on him. Westbrook basically has always relied on his athleticism. That has been the best gift that he's given to the NBA is the ability to do athletically the things that he can do in speed, in athleticism, and just out physicaling you in every right. way. Okay. In that, it's the same thing that we all have when we come in is that Samson syndrome mentality. Right. That we can get into any situation, get out of any situation. We can do anything, even for myself. If I was to go out to a court right now, I would basically be like, I can go. But the body says no. You understand? So for him, in his mind, he still believes he's – that Westbrook guy. Ago. He still right. believes he's that. Same thing you saw when you saw Allen Iverson at the end. Yeah. Wasn't the same Allen Iverson. They're trying to shift him, move him, put him in a different role, and, and he didn't want to do that. It It's almost what got Carmelo Anthony kicked out of the game. Right. It did for but, a year. But he was able to come to himself right. and shift into it. The problem with Westbrook is he never worked – because it always worked. Right. The athleticism, the yeah. abilities, everything always worked. And he made shots because he was just athletic and he he just could leap and you can jump and you can just shoot the same shot. But you've got to be pure with that thing right. when not, you get right. older because you're not going to be able to jump the same. Right. That's why Dirk can sit because Dirk can sit flat footed and he can freak. That's how he can play until his 40. He can shit flat footed and just still bust your eyeballs Derrick Rose revitalized his career. He changed the way his style. Yeah. Right. He changed his style. You know, you, but that's but it. you know what, though, for people out there, and this is a good learning lesson for even when kids go the from high school to college, you're going to have to adapt. Translate your game. Right? But here's an example, though, for professional for football. You know who you know who Russell Westbrook is? He's Cam Newton. Facts. And the reason why Cam Cam Newton right Cam Newton right now is better than a lot of quarterbacks that are playing. Mm-hmm. If you had to win, if you if you compare Cam Newton and Geno Smith, everybody would say Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. But here's what Cam Newton never did, and this is what caused him shoulder problems. He never worked on the fine fundamentals because he was so much bigger, mm-hmm. faster, and strong. And he had a great arm. Mm-hmm. So when he would throw the ball, his arm strength could get it there. Well, as you get older, get it banged up a little bit. The body, the mind doesn't work as fast. Boom. 
Now you're out the league, and and I guarantee you, when he watches on Sunday, he's seeing eight, nine quarterbacks that he's he knows he's as good as or, or better than. But his skills, as far as playing the position, mm-hmm. so it's weird. And that's the same thing with Russell Russell Westbrook. Whereas you're later in your career, you would actually want to think that I want to do less. I, I'd want I'd want to I'd want to do less of yep. that. I'd want to extend it and add something else to my game and be a better player. Yep. And you know, it, it, I hate it for him because he used to be. I mean, he used to be one of the, my favorite players to watch. Yeah. Just because of the energy, the aggressiveness, explosive, the tenacity. You wished at times Kevin Durant would play like mm-hmm. that, right? Where it'd be just a dog, right? Mm-hmm. He would just he would meet any challenge. He's a beta, and, right? And he would. He's he, a good beta, right? Kevin Durant is so him and Kyrie are so overly skilled. Mm-hmm. Basketball is easy for mm-hmm. them. That's he, it. You know what I mean? He doesn't have, and so it, it, can I throw a question to you? Yeah, go ahead. Is Lamar Jackson that? Ooh. Is Lamar Jackson well? He's no, still they, young. They, yeah, he's. But he's, talk to me. He, is he? But that? I th- but here's what I think. I think Lamar Jackson has gotten better as a passer. Okay. I think, but it's been small increments. I see it a little bit at times when he's in the pocket. He looks like he's hitting the back foot, but he's still relying because he has he, now he has a hose for an arm. Mm-hmm. So you can see where. But I think also he's still kind of relying on it, throwing his sidearm, getting there, and that's why you see in the playoffs he's not able to put up the passing numbers. I think also. I'm going to say this with Cam Newton. And I and I, I, I you never want, you don't know whether they're coachable or not, but I think sometimes these coaches get in the NFL which look everybody's job is on the line. You, it, the ultimate thing is we got to win now. There's no more hiring Eric Strickland as a coach, Jay Foreman as an offensive coordinator. 5 they, years, 4 five years. years. No, mm-hmm. you could be gone in a year. Yeah. The, We're seeing the, that. Right, the <laughs> offensive system that they run hurts him. And in, in, if they would took a, in, in Baltimore, in Baltimore, mm-hmm. because they don't ask him to do more than just read option and one read. It. See, if you want another example of somebody that actually improved as a passer and had the same skill set, Josh Allen. Facts. So when Josh Allen runs the ball, it's a gut punch. Yeah. But what they what Dable has done, which is he's down in New York, a true football coach. He took the read option and what he did well, and then year by year he expanded the mm-hmm. quarterback position plan. Now, if you ask Josh Allen to throw the ball, drop back and hit it, timing routes, boom. That's part of the development. And then also he has, obviously, you know, weapons around him, which I think Lamar Jackson does. But a lot of them are young, though. Exactly. Right? They just they just signed Deshaun Jackson. He, he's on that back end. Bateman's just kind of getting his wheels because he was gone all last year because of injury. They got Andrews, who's probably the best tight end. if not Best one, tight end in football, I think. Or right the now. most complete. I well, uh, yeah, the, yeah, I wouldn't say complete. the best. The best is uh, Kelsey, but you know. And, and, he's targeted and, a, lot a lot in their but, system. But – Mm-hmm. More besides that, the running game isn't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Now they're leaning on Lamar to be on the running mm-hmm. game, which is going to beat up his body. You want to see somebody that really hurts himself like that is is Pocket Hercules, is Kyler Murray, where you where to get better. Now Kyler Murray, I think, is more self induced. He he's not he's uh, not growing. He's and... not growing mentally because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's not challenging himself. He loves video games. Mm-hmm. I never would think that you love video games more than football, but there's people out there like that. But yeah, I just always wondered about Russell Westbrook and. It would just it would just be weird to me that it, that you come home after a season like last year, yeah, and they're and, and don't it, come back different. And yes, the, people are naming you Russell. People are saying West Brick, West Brick. Like it's just that's your name, and you would think, okay, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna even if you're not a three point shooter, even mm-hmm. and this goes with uh, my man. Oh, well, that's what I did, Jay. Let's work well, on the mid range. Everybody it. told me that this is this is this is the difference between what you're talking about. Everybody said. Strick's not big enough. 
Strick doesn't shoot this consistently enough. Strick is not a point guard. Noted. I didn't I didn't bullheadedly go in right. and just think I'm just going to continue to be me and just do it my way and I don't care what anybody say it's me I'm Westbrook I'm the guy I'm the guy you you know I right. you know I yeah. come I just say okay word okay let me go work on that and that's and so I worked on that everything that everybody said to negate who I knew I was I went and worked on it right that's what he didn't do the staff had been telling him we need shooters. You weren't able to get Buddy held. Right. You weren't able to secure anybody, and you can't because you're so far you're, over the luxury tab. And you're strapped. Cap, and nobody wants you're strapped. No one wants No nobody one. You wants. can't touch Nobody him. even wants the kind they of They want t- your, your first-round picks right, just right. to give it. Right. They, they, yeah, they want – yeah, exactly. So now they're at a point where you have so much, I guess you call it dead money against yeah. the luxury tax. That where teams – this is an interesting thing about the NBA – They'll sign a guy, take his contract just to get the the, 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 the money salary, that's going to come off. Money come off. Mm-hmm. But now they only won't, won't even do that. Now they're saying this guy is so bad because they don't want to. They don't want to pay him this amount of money Mm-mm. to stay home. Mm-mm. It's kind of like Kimball Walker, remember? Right? Well, they didn't want Kimball to get hurt because I think Kimball was affected when he played. That was New York's. They biggest. did John Wall that way too, right? John Wall as well. Man, it, it's, it's if he gets traded, Jay, it's 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 at the trade de- deadline. Yeah. So, but but guess but, what? But they're going to want them. Still going to want them picks. But that's what I'm going to ask you now, right? <laughs> so as they start to go along, right? Gave away a game against Portland. Oh, they, they're on three, right? Oh, three. <laughs> no light at the end of the tunnel, None. right? There's not a team that they play right now that they think that they can go out there and win, whether they don't play well. Run down it, Phoenix. Can't beat the Clippers. Right. You just played Sacramento, right? Did they? Was it Sacramento? No, they played you. Okay, Utah. Yeah, right, you ain't beating them. Not beating Utah, Dallas. Right, and you ain't gonna beat Sacramento. You could probably beat Houston. Maybe. I think they can beat Houston. Okay, so now you maybe won San eight, Antonio you won one and eight. So how how long do you go? Because in the NBA, because all these other teams, the West is really stacked. It's one, stacked. It's Oklahoma City. Two, even, one I don't 10, think they can through be. eleven. So what do you do? Do you, do you just because here's Denver what I, definitely no. Well, here's what I'm thinking. If I'm Bron. Trade me then. That's a problem too. You want to know why? You're right. I I would agree with you. The problem comes with Braun is one, you don't know how long he's going. He's got two. Are you are you gonna have to try to accept this brawny situation that that they're asking of? Three, he's a he's a team killer by way of really people don't want to play with him. Just look at just look at just look at one of the best to do it in in um, Steph Curry. They asked him specifically the question. Well, LeBron says he would love to play with you, you know. And, and at the end of the day, and Steph was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. Oh, yeah, nice. You know, if right. you really want, oh, that would be dope. Yeah, man. But shoot, why? But, but see, that's weird. Nobody like, really why, wants to but, play but, with but LeBron. Why is that though? Because because he'd have to be the number one. He I has to like. be the guy. Yeah. He's going to pound, pound and pat the ball. He defers a little bit to Westbrook, but still, when it comes time to it, he he does a lot of the patent. But I, and it's not I, a see, bad I, I, thing. See, but think, what are you going to give up yeah, for? See, I think. But what are you going to give up? What are you going to give up for? For him? For a late LeBron James on the way out the door. If if I know, I think LeBron has three more years left in at top level right here. Like top so you got to max him for hold three on, more years. I don't know the sa- you got to max him. I, okay, okay. Well, I so like you, I, I like that. Now, who? What am I? I'd give up a whole bunch of draft picks because I think a lot of the draft picks. Here's why I give up the draft picks. 
Here's why. Really? Because here's <laughs> those why. are assets. Okay, but they're assets, but they're not guaranteed assets. How many oh, busts that you get? Yeah, but you they're tradable assets. Right. So if I want to build a team and I wanted I'm not worried about a building a team. I'm trying to win right now. You can have Ooh. these picks. Okay, so okay, but how that other than for Oklahoma, the Brooklyn Nets right. with Paul Pierce other than and Kevin Oklahoma, or Other than Oklahoma City, let's be real. Oklahoma City, Utah. Paul Pierce and LeBron James. Ain't even ever in the same question together. But you got Paul Pierce and KG. Hold on. Neither one of them on LeBron James' level right now. As of right now? I would say so. Not when they went to the Brooklyn Nets. Those two dudes were two buddies in the club. LeBron is still top five. I think it's pretty comparable. I don't know about top five, but go ahead. Well, I I'm mean, with you. I mean, he's a dude. And I, I find would say it it's hard. pretty comparable. See, like, here's what, here's, what, here's what let me know about Kawhi, though. Okay, when, when he didn't come to the Lakers. Kawhi, some guy here's, and I know this from the NFL, and I can't speak on the NBA. You, this is your realm. I think a lot of those guys, even Kevin Durant, and I understand it, I do, because everybody wants to kind of make their own legacy. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I guess the equivalent was, and I'm not on when I played, I wasn't on the level comparable to Durant and, and Kawhi. But say like I had to go to a team, and say I was a free agent, and I was going to Baltimore, and Ray Lewis was there. Mm-hmm. I get it, you'd be overshadowed, mm-hmm. right? I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But these ki- these guys are different because back in the Detroit Pistons, they're trying to win championships. Mm-hmm. Where I think guys are jealous of LeBron in in the sense of because he probably gets way too much credit and not enough um, criticism. Criticism. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but I think Le- I think LeBron's basketball acumen at this point in time would defer to somebody that deserves it. Because I, I, I and, and I don't know LeBron. I, I can see that. And I don't know, know LeBron. Okay. I've heard different stories and stuff like that. He but, would want to play with Kyrie again. Right. It, but And allow Kyrie to be him. Right. I, I think that a guy that he know he could trust, I think on, that, on this team, when you have it, why wouldn't you pound the ball? Would you pass it to Russell Westbrook with four seconds left? No. Would you? Would you? Can you can't even depend on Anthony Davis to win one championship and show up in shape the next year? And I always wonder how NBA dudes out of shape. I mean, to, that's what I want you. We got we got three minutes before. We get, explain to me how Anthony Davis, who's six, seven feet tall or whatever he is, right? He's dang near seven feet tall. How does he? What does it mean when they say he came in out of shape? No, just explain to me because when you see him in the uniform, he, you know he ain't got like 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 a dad bod like I got or whatever. So what is it? Because you hear about it sometimes. When, when they when they say you've come in out of shape, that means you're you're not you're not moving with fluidity. You're not moving with, um, you know, your up and down is your gates are looking kind of just tight, tight and yeah. slow. You know what I mean? So you know you're carrying. You're not jumping with the same intensity. Your your movements and rotations are very lackluster and slow. You know. Right, right. So those are the things that they're saying. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because it's never. You know, because you could see it on obviously James Harden, which then you see James Harden come back in shape. Yeah. Then you always wonder, like, well, bro, why didn't you just get it? Why didn't you do it mm-hmm. all, all the time? A lot of there are there there are a couple types of people that are are, are there. There's those who come ready, and then there's those they who come are get ready. contract ready, and then right. there's those that come to get, to get ready. ready. Right. It depends on where you are. Right. The contract ready guys, they come in because they know they're playing for a contract, and they're gonna give you all they got, and then. You may not see the same you person. You get paid, and then next you know they can't you know, they yeah. disappear. Yeah, I always wondered about that with NBA players. We talk about coming in out of shape because of the amount of running they do and stuff like that. But it was it was something that people don't understand about Anthony Davis is one of the thing when there was potential to him potentially get traded this offseason. and they were talking about getting ready. Where he says that he said that he didn't start. He took three months off from shooting the basketball. 
Like, I don't know if you heard that. He said he took like three months. Like, after the season, he just didn't pick up a basketball for three months. And I get it. He's I, the most tradable asset of that guy, though. But go okay. ahead. Well, I'm, I'm saying, but he was a little worried about it. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing you know, he was tweeting out pictures that he was in the gym. Like, mm-hmm. right? It's just weird to me that in in three in, months. So here's three months, Jay. Three months uh, coming off the season. That means if you don't make the playoffs, you're mid-April. Right. That's right? what they're saying. It's mid-April. So I can understand two to three months because if we never went to the playoffs, that's what I would do. I would just I would not want to go into a gym for a few months because it's like a decompress. Whoo, right, yes. Right. It's like a woosah. But you wouldn't right? like once a week. It, not I wouldn't hard go, workout, I wouldn't but go, just go shoot some shots. No, I might. I might do more gym work as opposed to shoot work. Like, okay, I well, want. Yeah. I, it, it's kind of similar to playing golf. You know, you play golf, right. so it, you know sometimes you play your best golf when you're not, not playing. Right. When I you get come it, back, you get back and you're just fluid, no no thoughts in your. I get all. I, so I that's kind of where that. So I'm not going to say that's the case for them because they went to the playoffs. So you can't really take three and, months, right? And they were really into just, it. And I just look at it yeah. like it'd be hard for me. To not be in tune with my craft mm-hmm. for that long, Facts. And, and you know, granted, I, like I said, I was a different type of player. I was a you know middle of the road guy that every year I felt like I had to work for it. So I guess that's probably had to be my mentality. But I played with guys like that before. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I played with guys that would come in the training camp out of shape, and they would. <laughs> we had one guy, man. He's my boy, but he would be in that sauna. I mean, he had a routine. Now, by the time the season started, generally it, it worked out. But three or four years into it, it didn't work out. The injuries mm-hmm. started to last a little Pound longer. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as dominant. Now, it was very short stints. So he was dominant. And so I, I just find it weird that – Do you I'm, think it, Aaron Donald takes time off? No. You can tell, right? But you, but then you can tell the way he plays. Now, everybody needs their rest. Yeah. But one of the things that – I'm going to tell you one thing before we go break that Bruce Smith told me. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was uh, – One of the legends rookie, of the game. Right, a rookie. Woo. He didn't talk to me that much when I was a rookie because he was just probably like, dude, you know, probably you never know how long this this guy gonna be here. Did you have to do the rookie things that they do now? Not, you know what? The we weren't bad. I was a fifth round draft choice, so I ain't have no hardly no money. So all we had to do is rookies. You had to me, do the me, dance me, and the scene. Well, here I was slick though because <laughs> they would get because strict. Here's they, your boy was slick though, right? Because I was. I'm going to tell you like this. I just did this podcast for DP. I, I mean, I was an introvert, man. Uh, so for me to be on this mic right now, that's why I don't like this this camera. I'm an introvert, right? Yeah. So I was definitely scared of singing Yeah. because that's what we had to do. They didn't do the tape you up or cold. You know, yeah. they, they didn't do all that. So I started to time. So I always made sure that I would practice. And I knew since I was a second or third team coming in, I knew I wasn't going to get a ton of reps as a starter. Mm-hmm. So I would run a little bit after practice and get my lift in, right? Because I wanted to kind of just – when I, if I, my shot's called, special be teams, ready. I got to be ready. And mm-hmm. I got to – I felt like that would give me an edge in training camp. Kind of kept me in a college m- mindset. But I also picked up on I would be coming into the, the, the training table to eat and all them cats would be gone. Mm. So, so you, after you got your workout, got oh, your I'm lift, cool. I'm everybody gone. Right. And the gotcha. rookies would be hanging around kicking it. I'd be in there eating, go up, take me a little nap. I mean, it was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, But they were getting guys left and right, and everybody, they were clowning cats, you know, just, you know, getting Antoine Winfield, all these dudes. And I was like, they, you know, I just kept my mouth shut. So as soon as I heard them talk about rookie singing, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gone, right? There's three days left. Hey, 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 three days before we go to break camp, right? And the last two days don't count because we had fan day and family day. So th- literally one practice before we yeah. done. 
I come in this bad boy, and they must have been hip to they me. They was right? waiting on you. <laughs> Eric, I come in. Hey, I come in there. Hey, Nate, come in there. Just, and I had to be. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, I had me a good workout too, man. Because we get ready to play a preseason game. We were about yeah. to play Pittsburgh, brother. You know, get your guns right. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. coming there all hot. They all in there, just it, sitting there waiting. Ted Washington was like, "What's up, Rook?" And I, I was like, "What's up, Big Ted?" Nothing. Kept it moving. I was like, "Oh, you know, maybe they, you know, about to go home or something." And so they was chilling. Got my food, started ringing it on the with the with the glass uh, the the uh, what you call on the glass mm-hmm. the, the the fork on the glass. <laughs> get up there and I sang the Nebraska song, and that was it, man. But but back oh, you to you got away with it. That's good. Always the last day. But they ain't mess with me, man. Mm-hmm. I, and I think one of the things I did as a rookie, I let my pads do the talking, and I was real quiet and I just worked hard and that was it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. D- didn't you know? Didn't go out any. I was just trying to. I was just on my football stuff. But I'm going to tell you one thing Bruce Smith told me, man, when I was, uh, you know, in between there, what he was talking about, you know, you talk about staying ready and all this other stuff. He said the difference between being in my seat and your seat is what you do when nobody's looking. Mm. Now, mm. granted, Bruce Smith, athletic ability of mine. But mm. what he was saying is, what he was telling me is, is put in the work 24-7 so you have a 24-7 job. That's good. You know, and so yeah. that was one of the – and it never, and I just kind of always kept that in my mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I figured, you know, Bruce Smith, he was a hard worker. He would be on that Stairmaster, man. I'm telling you, that dude would be on that Stairmaster for hours. Mm-hmm. The old school one where you just be there. Mm-hmm. And, just, and he would just be going and going and going to keep his, keep his legs fresh. And I figured he'd do it. That's how his and, motor was so right. down. Right. And he, yeah. and, and he could crank it up or crank it down, whatever you need. So It's good to have good vets. That, that, that helped kinda, me, man. It really does. That helped me, that, that helped me make, yeah, make the I transition, the and, and that was the best thing. If I would have went to it like a, I don't know, Atlanta a or team, something yeah. like that, you know, Dallas back then when yeah. they were wild, you know, they was wide yeah. open down there, I might only last two or three years because you usually take mm-hmm. upon the locker room. I went from a winning program here in Nebraska, a winning traditional up until that time in Buffalo, knew how to win, very, mm-hmm. very continuity, like what, and so then it was good, so – that's good inside information on both the uh, NBA and the NFL. We're going to go sure. to a short break here. We're going to come back out with some more hard-hitting questions from my man E. Strick on this NBA because I want to dive into this Kevin Durant character, man, because, you know, he's from southeast D.C., right around my hood. And I, 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 when you said he's a beta, man, I got to dive into that. So we'll be yeah. back in about five minutes. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.